Hey, welcome back to Faith in Friction. We are confronting, challenging conversations that cause friction in the church. And today, we're going to have some more friction for you, so get ready for it. (laughs) This is my favorite subject. I I mean, if I'm going to preach, I'm going to... If I'm a guest speaker, it's going to be this one almost every time because I love it. Because this will challenge the foundation of what we've built our faith on. And we're talking about the kingdom versus religion. Yeah. Is Christianity, are we part of a kingdom or a religion? And what's the difference? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so today I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, and we're going to give you some scriptures and even just some background of uh, what the Bible says about it. And maybe it'll shift your entire thinking around from how you see what church is and what we're supposed to be doing versus who you are. There's a big difference. Agree. I I feel like there's so many people leaving the church right now because it's so dead to them. And um, growing up as a pastor's kid, I can feel that. Like I relate to that. It's, and there's a distinction between religion and church. And I think we were talking about that. Mm -hmm. And I, I do talk bash a lot the church <laughs> what i really mean is religion yeah. because right. i've yeah. walked through yeah. that and, and that's a big distinction that we should probably start with just so yeah. people don't get confused on that yeah. yeah well i've got definitions here and this yeah. will really help because christianity is not a religion and i'll even go as far as to say this now this is shocking so hear us out today Serving Jesus, the Word of God, what we call Christianity, I would say Jesus didn't come to establish Christianity on the earth. Mm-hmm. He came to establish a kingdom, and that's a big difference. So what, is, what do sure. we mean? Here's what religion is. Here's a definition of religion. It's a system of faith and worship. And, well, that's the short definition. I was going to give mine. That's one. <laughs> a system of faith and worship. And then I said it puts the weight on the system. So religion is the system of yes. how we worship, what we do. What we it's do. more the system. And then a kingdom is a combination of two words, king's domain. So a kingdom is just the domain of the king. So if religion centers around the system of worship, yeah. then a kingdom centers around the king. And I think that's what you're saying that has burned people out oh, is sure. they got burned out on the system. The do's and the don'ts. Yes. Yeah. It's just, just so dead. It's the relationship. Like the fleshly trying to be good enough. Um, yeah, you walk that out. And it just gets so tiring because it's focused on the self. Really, mm-hmm. it's like, what can I do mm-hmm. instead of like, what has God done for me already? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what you can know? I do or what can I get? Uh-huh. Right. And in, in, in trying to receive something and, and thinking about yourself. And even you hear stories of, I mean, church hurt things mm-hmm. all the time. And, and somebody did something or this pastor didn't do this thing. And obviously there's scenarios and instances that, you know, there was essentially wrongdoing in something. And, and you can go through that and you can um, dive down those kind of past and conversations. But ultimately it's like, man, somebody or something actually misrepresented Jesus. And that's when they kind of fell into acting out in religion Mm -hmm. versus acting out in a kingdom and actually being what we like to call as Christ-like. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the Christ-likeness is a byproduct of a new creation in a relationship with Christ. Right. Where religion focuses on the actions. Mm -hmm. And it's like, don't do that, do this, don't do that. And this is where people have been turned off because it's magnifying people's feelings, emotions, ideas, and opinions mm-hmm. instead of magnifying Jesus. I mean, like, he looks good on his own. 
Right. You know, and I think if we're just talking about, well, we got to try to, it's like trying to get the fruit whenever you don't have the right root system. Like if you don't have an apple tree root system, you're not going to get apples, right? Mm -hmm. So instead of getting mad and trying to force apples out of an orange tree and try to squeeze out an apple when you're an orange tree, I mean, that's where you get constipated Christians because they always mm -hmm. look like they're ha trying well, so, you're so hard. so trying, trying, trying instead of being. Being. Yeah. yeah. I wrote it like this. Modern Christianity can tend to be about more about what we do than who we are. Yes, definitely. And that's where people, yeah. there's no power in it. Oh, for sure. I remember in journals, I would take journals when I was a kid and I was like, oh, I wasn't nice enough today or I got to, I got to do this today. Mm -hmm. And it's, it was all on what I can do instead of. If I am just who, you know, God tells me I am and what he's done for me, that actually is produced. Matthew 6, a lot of us, we've heard it a lot mm -hmm. and I uh, feel like it's a great alley-oop, if you would. Y'all, we're about to, PJ's about to just preach a little bit to us. <laughs> I can't wait. Man, if it's you've so heard, hot. we've heard <laughs> some of these sermons and messages about this very thing and um, just feel like he does such a great job of just kind of really explaining and breaking some of this down. So I'm going to give you like five to 10 seconds to get a notepad or something out, <laughs> get your Bible get ready. Because, ready. Uh, yeah, we're going to dive into this. And I love Matthew 6, um, where we've heard it all before. We say it a lot. People say it a lot. Seek thee first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. Mm. And then uh, all of these other things shall be added unto you. And it says, seek the kingdom first, not seek Christianity first, not seek this religion first, but seek the kingdom of God first. And literally any other thing that you need to be added will be added as a byproduct of that pursuit and that understanding. And so, man, what you what you got for us, Pastor, we're ready. Well, when you say like kingdom, I think it brings unity as well, mm -hmm. because with a religious mindset, Every local church mm -hmm. is like its own freestanding thing. Yeah. And that's where you get into the nuances of how we say things like we're going to church. I mean, technically, that's not biblical. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know it sounds like we're splitting hairs like, come on, really? But we're the church. Like, mm, right. And so oh, if you're yeah. so mm -hmm. conscious of the building as being the church, then you're going to, once again, it's more about what you do than who you are. Mm -hmm. So now we go to church instead of we are the church. Yeah. And once you have the perspective that you are the body of Christ, like together we are the body of Christ, then now you're the church everywhere and not just on Sunday morning for two hours. Yeah, I Unless love, you're uh, charismatic, could be four hours, but either way. <laughs> well, I love how Robert says that, that it's a, you know, we've turned it into an organization instead of a living organism, which That's the church good. is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And I think that just changes your whole approach to everything. I mean, it's like there's more confidence when you're, you know, who you are. It's like, man, I mean, like I think of Prince William and Kate's kids. I don't know. They have like two, three, ten. I don't know. They have a child. I know that. And I mean, that child, when, when that child was born, they're like, they are born into royalty and their identity is royalty. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's not like, well, as soon as you act royal enough, then you're going to yes. be a part of this family. It's like, no, you are DNA. Uh, you are our child. So you are now royal. And I think it's that identity of like, we're, we're children of God. We're in the family of God. We're the body of Christ. So instead of trying so hard, if you know who you are, you will begin to look more and more like Jesus when you're looking at Jesus, looking at the King. Mm -hmm. If we're looking at each other and sin and fighting sin every day instead of magnifying Jesus, then, it, then we're magnifying the wrong things. It doesn't mean I'm saying ignore sin like it doesn't exist. I'm just saying you want freedom 
keep your eyes on Jesus. Right. And that he is freedom. Yeah. You know, church has turned so much into condemnation. And that's another thing that pushes people away because it's constantly condemning that you're not good enough Mm -hmm. when he's good enough. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I was trying not to preach too much, so y'all we're, pop in because we're, I have. We're ready for it. So I'll read this scripture because <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, pretty obvious. In it. Isaiah chapter nine, uh, in verse six, it says, "For unto us a child is born," and this is speaking of the Messiah of Jesus. Unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. And then it goes on in verse 7 to say, Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from this time forward and forever. All of those words are government kingdom words. Mm -hmm. They're not religion words. We're talking of thrones. It says government, justice and judgment, the kingdom. And so just realizing that the king is about the king, and now we are a part of this kingdom wherever we go, whether it's Sunday morning or Monday morning, we're ambassadors of this kingdom, yeah. then it's not about, and this is another soapbox, <laughs> we should make five episodes of this, mm-hmm. but we've turned the Great Commission, religion, I should say, religious spirits, has turned the Great Commission backwards from what Jesus said. And now when you're religious and Sunday morning service is church, then our Great Commission of going to all the world and preach the gospel is, get the. let's see if we can get the whole world to come to us, to us. Mm-hmm. so that we can preach to them the gospel. Yeah. Because so it's a backwards mindset. Mm-hmm. Instead of I'm the church, so now it's That's a good. offensive calling and not a defensive calling mm-hmm. like, well, I hope we can just get people to show up. But it's no, we go into the world and yeah. we shine as lights because we're ambassadors and not can we convince them. Yes, invite people to church. Yes, that's great. Preach the gospel at church. But if that's all we do, then the body of Christ isn't activating in darkness as light mm-hmm. yeah. because we're just trying to get everyone to come to the light instead of the light going into the darkness Shining and pushing light. it yeah. back. For sure. No, yeah. and I love that. And I I love um, hearing you talk about also just, I remember you mentioned, and I don't know if it was on an episode or if it was in conversation and just talking about the gates of hell when you mentioned offensive and defensive and kind of like our role in a kingdom when you think of kings, especially kings uh, on earth, earthly kings that exist today, mm-hmm. you know, there's royal families like you've mentioned before. The the attitude and demeanor and the way in which they exist reflects that mm-hmm. authority and, and royalty, if you would. And if we just had, you know, if the church had a, a greater and deeper revelation of that, we would also reflect in the demeanor and stuff that we just existed how we would carry ourselves and how we would speak to things, how we would speak in regards of things, all of those things and understanding kingdom. So if you could, would you just explain, because I I had never heard it that way before when you explained it that, that one time about the gates of hell not prevailing against the kingdom of God. And I think it speaks a lot to that idea of we're, we're supposed to be offensive and not necessarily defensive because even in speaking to what gates are used for. Yeah. Yeah. So that was on, I think it was on one of our episodes. I think with, it might have uh, been the Nephilim. Nephilim one. But man, it, it does speak to this because in Matthew 16, you know, when yeah. Jesus came to the to Caesarea Philippi and he asked his disciples saying, whom do men say that I am? And of course they're like, well, some say you're a prophet. Some say you're John the Baptist or some say Elijah, you know, whatever it is. 
And and then Jesus stops and goes, okay, but who do you say that I am? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Peter says, well, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. And I love this because in verse 18, and I want to read it just the way Jesus said it. He said, I say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I heard uh, someone say before that if you really think about it, we always interpreted gates as like offensive, like, well, the gates of hell won't prevail against the church, so they're not going to beat down the church. Gates are not offensive. It didn't say the swords or the machine guns of hell. It said the gates. Gates protect. Yeah. So Jesus is saying we're not defensive in a kingdom. We're offensive. So the gates of hell cannot stop the church from destroying, taking the territory, pushing them out of what they've taken at the fall of Adam and Eve. And so we're supposed to be pushing back the gates of hell and not trying to not have the gates of hell push us down. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you think about it, it's like gates, duh. I don't know if y'all were that way, but I always thought of it as offensive. And I thought, Mm -hmm. man, I've missed the entire point of all this. Kingdom versus religion. Yeah. Different perspective. That's good. Man, and if you... If you're like me and that was like the first time you heard about something mm-hmm. in that capacity or in that way, I know for me personally, it changed the way that I prayed, especially mm-hmm. that prayer. That's good. Because I prayed that a ton. You know, you're thinking about things and I'm like, man, the gates of hell not prevail against me uh, because I'm a kingdom citizen. If the gate to hell can't prevail against your kingdom, if I'm in your kingdom, it can't prevail against me. And I always thought of it as like, oh, something's coming against me and it won't. <laughs> work it's not i put it in the same category and in the same kind of boat as no weapon formed against me shall prosper right which is different to where that's like oh nothing coming against me will be successful but in this sense it's like no if you're a king in a kingdom a king doesn't walk into a room and ask permission for things to be a certain way they make a command because of the authority that's understood within himself and for every person that's there And that authority is abided by. And so in that regard, it's like, man, I can think of it like that and say, oh, now if I pray the gates of hell cannot prevail against the kingdom of God. And if I'm a kingdom citizen, that applies to me. means when I'm going into spaces in a spiritual sense and I am commanding whatever is happening in the spirit to line up with whatever God's word says and believing and getting the revelation that I have the authority that's been given and granted to me as a kingdom citizen and the gates of hell can't stop the territory in the ground that I'm taking for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it just really, it really shifted. I mean, if you my see Jesus and his walk, I mean, religion will like to tell you that he was this like this meek, very quiet, gentle person, but he was aggressive in speaking oh, truth. Yeah. Very, very bold. Uh, the, the scripture I'm reminded of is the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. I mean, we have to have an aggressive faith. I mean, be aggressive in love, be aggressive in prayer. He walked that out completely. Um, yeah. And I, I feel like religion will depict Jesus as very defensive when he was very offensive. Yeah. I mean, he's the lion of the tribe of Judah. Yeah. I mean, just think about that for a second. Like the <laughs> attitude of a lion. Yes. And like you said earlier, confidence, authority. Yeah. Like, man, I love watching. I, I'm like the uh, National Geographic guy. I don't know if anyone out there is where it's like, I just get into those, you know, like the lion and all the hyenas are going around. And I saw this video of the lion just laying down in a field, sleeping while hyenas were surrounding it. Mm. I mean, the confidence <laughs> of the so lion amazing. of just taking a nap. And I'm like, that's the God we serve. Yeah. 
you know, religion tries to make just Jesus always a baby. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, well, yeah. he's a baby. You know, I heard a, you know, a gospel song, he ain't a baby no more. He ain't a baby yeah. no more. It's like, he's, you know, the king. He ain't yeah. a baby no more. And I think it gives us a grit that the For church sure. needs. Oh, oh my It's not an anger or it's no, whatever. No, no, no. It's just a confidence. Like, we're not begging, oh, please. We're like, this is our earth. Boldness. He said, Adam and Eve have dominion of this yep. earth. Speaking and so it's truth, like, yeah. yes. I mean, to the Pharisees, offense. he was just bold in Straight speaking up. that truth. I think about one of the two times I believe, please correct me if I'm wrong, but one of the two times I believe where Jesus in the gospel says, no greater faith I've seen than this. And it was highlighting the understanding that somebody had of authority. And that (laughs) was the moment he decided to say, no greater faith have I seen than that right there. Mm -hmm. You get what it means to be a part of my kingdom and the authority that we walk in. Jesus, you ain't even got to pull up. Say the word, yeah. and it's done. Yeah. Just say the word. I know you're probably busy today, Jesus. You ain't got to come over. Mm-hmm. Just say, say it. it. Just release it in the atmosphere, and it's done. Yeah. I could just imagine. I always like putting myself in stories. I could just imagine Jesus being like, getting everybody's he, he attention it, like, y'all, this dude right here, finally. Yeah. 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 That no greater faith is that than when you understand the difference between a kingdom and religion. religion. No I mean, greater that's faith. what he told Peter. Mm-hmm. Peter recognized the authority that Jesus had. He yes. said, you're the Christ. And he's like, okay, just like the, the guy, it's centurion. It's like, now you get it. Yeah. You know the authority because I'm a king. Now you understand how to operate in a supernatural For realm. Sure. And I just wanted to just, I have a few things I wrote down, like the differences between religion and kingdom, just to maybe like, kind of confirm to some people, like, we're not, once again, we're talking about religion. Not It's not a bad thing in itself. Like, how we do things is not bad. It's just when you make the action or the religious part of it the main thing instead of the king and the kingdom the main thing. So, uh, you know, I, I said it like this, like, religion is man's way of relating to God. Mm-hmm. But a kingdom, the kingdom, is God's way of relating to man, mankind, I should say. So, because I wrote, like, if it's man's way of relating to God, then we are are relating to God on our own terms. Like, well, this is how I relate to God or how God should be to me or what God should be saying or doing. In a kingdom, you don't get to set the terms. Mm -hmm. God set the terms. He's like, he made the first move, you know, like (laughs) he came and he died. And so he's saying, look, here's the kingdom I'm setting up. And so let me define for you what it looks like instead of, you know, anyone can create a religion. I mean, Mm -hmm. we could start a religion on this show and make up a brand new religion. There are, who knows how many. I feel like there's a whole new religion every week, you know. So you know it's crazy. Yeah, but there's only two kingdoms, light and darkness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Two kingdoms. And so once you understand that, then Christianity is no longer just one of the other religions. We're Mm -hmm. a kingdom and there's no replacing the king. So here's a few points, and these are pretty hardcore. I want to see if y'all, these are the differences between the two. Religion prepares man to leave earth. When I say man, ladies, I mean mankind. Religion prepares man to leave earth, but the kingdom empowers man to dominate the earth. Yeah. So the old school, my grandmother's church, and I love those songs, I'll Fly Away, but everything's Mm -hmm. about like one day when we go to heaven, like let's just get out of this earth because it's so hard. And that's that's you got to be careful because then you're going to be ineffective for the short zero time you have on earth whenever you're just trying to escape the earth so you can get to the real thing 
when we're in it now, this yeah. is what counts. For sure. This is where people's eternities hang in the balance. Yeah. And thinking yeah. of, we get benefits being part of a kingdom, just like a country, That's you a have point. benefits. And God has given us our promises of healing, of of freedom from captivity. These are benefits that we can receive for yeah. ourselves. But religion keeps us in this mental, it's mental ascent where we just mentally agree, oh, this stuff is cool, this is great, but it's never personal. And so you change that and it's like, oh my gosh, the Bible was written for me. For me. Yeah. That healing was for me. Yeah. That yeah. freedom was for me. And the church has has missed that part. It's just an overall broad, like, oh yes, the Bible is great, but it's for you. Like you can receive those benefits. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's religion is the reaching up to God. Once mm-hmm. again, it's like I, what I do. Mm-hmm. It's I got to get up to God. The kingdom is God came down to man. Yeah. Like once I, he took the first step. So mm-hmm. it's like letting him have the lead in everything instead of my feelings, opinions, and actions dictate reality. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. The king's, when the king in a kingdom speaks, it is becomes law the moment he yes. says it. Mm-hmm. You know, in the in a democracy or republic, in the U.S., it's like when our president says something, it doesn't make it law because he said it. I mean, there, Congress has to do their part. I mean, we Voting have the branches of that. government. Mm-hmm. But in the kingdom, so when we have a democratic Western mindset that we try to translate into the kingdom of God, we're either going to be frustrated or confused all the time because somehow we think, oh, well, if I get to vote in the United States, mm-hmm. then I should be able to vote in the kingdom. Yeah. And there is no vote. Nope. What the king says goes. Jason, I love what you said about defining religion as, you know, people reaching up to God. And it just reminds me of my whole life's experience of just hearing people in prayer wishing, you know, not necessarily praying and declaring and bringing down from the kingdom to earth, but, man, I hope that man upstairs hears me. Right. Because it's not a, it wasn't an active relationship. It was just, man, I really wish if you're real up there, can you please answer my wishes and prayers? And I'm only familiar with Catholicism growing up because that's what my mom was raised in. And it was very uh, condemning. My experience, I'm not, Mm -hmm. this is not a general blanket statement, but everything you did, you're going to hell. Mm -hmm. And so if that's the God you believe in, like that is scary. And so obviously we just, we separated ourselves from that idea. And then even going into my 20s, that's and we talked about the whole new age thing where I'm like, oh, there's something beyond me. Like I, I there's got to be a supreme being. I've always been fascinated by religion. Like, why are you Jewish? Why are you Christian? Why are you Muslim? And I'm like, but you're you're that because it's what you were born into. So I'm gonna church hop to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Not church Christianity hop. But like I want to mm-hmm. go to a temple. I want to go to a synagogue. Mm-hmm. I want you know I want to mm-hmm. I want to hear about all the gods mm-hmm. because why would my religion only be because that's what I was born into? So this was my pre-Jesus mindset of like, I'm going to, I'm a church hop. I'm a religion hop because none of this makes sense. Like who, who has the right religion? And then I encountered Jesus Christ. My mindset shifted of he's not a religion. Like, yeah. And it's even in, in prayer, like every day of asking the Lord, can you reveal the world to me through your lens? Like a kingdom lens and, and, and the prayer of bringing kingdom down to earth, like mm-hmm. what an honor and a privilege that we're his vessels that yeah. get to bring the kingdom to earth and just the complete mindset shift of wondering which religion is accurate. 
and then encountering the living king mm-hmm. and then him renewing my mind that I can, I'm, I'm going to talk to you right now. Yeah. I'm going to pray to you right now because you're with me. You hear me, you're alive. Yeah. And what a privilege we literally get to bring light into a dark world. Yeah, it's funny because you said it's, I mean, which religion is the truth when you were searching? Mm-hmm. And it's like another one of these points is religion is based in opinions and the kingdom is based in truth. And so, like I said, anyone can start a religion. So if if Jesus is just another one of the religions, then whoever has the best idea wins. You're like, okay, let's look at all the religions. They're all on the same level. So whoever can explain it more better but once you realize that you're talking about a different dimension now, kingdoms, there are only two, light and darkness. And so now it's the truth of that is what defines everything, not like, what do I think God is? How do I think this should work? And another thing, you know, you said we were talking about, you know, man just trying to get up to God. Mm-hmm. I wrote here, religion is living from the outside in. It's about the works. It's about the religion. Okay, here's how I worship. Here's how we do things. This is what we believe. It's all out there, and we're trying to get it inside and change our inside. The kingdom is living from the inside out. Yeah. Jesus said the kingdom of God is within you in Luke mm-hmm. 17. So what is he saying? He's like, you're living from the inside out when you're a kingdom person now because it's your identity of who you are as a child of the king, a son and daughter of God, now that is what projects the world around you and how you see the world and not the world projecting into your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just a totally yeah. opposite, but it's such a spine line mm, where yeah. you can almost slip over into thinking totally backwards and not realize it until you make a statement. It's kind of like the difference between a thermometer and a thermostat. I mean, religion is like a thermometer. It just moves with the temperature. A thermometer just moves with the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. But a thermostat sets the temperature, right. and the yeah. atmosphere lines up with the thermostat. That's kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then you're not moved, like James says, by every wind of doctrine For because sure. you're not a thermometer that's just like, whatever happens today, I'm just going to deal with yeah. it. and it's gonna. Mm-hmm. No, I, what I believe is what affects what happens out here. Yeah. yeah. And it's cool Different. to think that when Jesus was talking to Peter that he said, man, it's on that rock or it's on that revelation that I'm going to establish my kingdom in the earth. Yep. Which is why I think even in that moment when he says no greater faith have I seen than this man, it's like, Oh, you get it. Hey, Peter. Hey guys, when I said that it's on that rock that I'm going to build my church, this is what I was talking about that I'm going to be able to establish the kingdom in the earth and y'all are going to be able to partake in that mm-hmm. by understanding this principle. And so, yeah, yeah, it's cool. I hope we can go into part two or next part say, on this, on the supernatural did. part too, because mm-hmm. the the religion church that lacks the supernatural part of it um, is so huge right now, especially. And we need that. Yeah. That's the, the whole substance, I feel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, totally. Well, look, I hope y'all uh, enjoyed that. Um, let us know what do you, how you see this, what, what your comments are on it. And we probably do need to do a part two. I because yeah, we I just we started. Go for Super, hours supernatural on this. aspect would be amazing. We just started yeah. the topic. Yeah. 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 Hey, thanks for joining us today on Faith and Friction. We'll see you next time. See ya.